Warning, this podcast contains foul language, sexual situations, and discussions of drugs and drinking. Yeah. Welcome Welcome to to Fuck Shakespeare. Shakespeare, a podcast for the Shakespeareanly challenged. And anyone who really enjoys some saucy dick jokes. Teachers, we might insult you a little bit, sorry. Okay, everybody, enjoy! Hey, I'm Diana. I'm Erin. And this is for... (laughs) How many ways can we say that possibly? A lot. Episode 16. Wow. We're in Act 4, and... uh... Juliet has to deal with the consequences of everything that came before, right? Yeah. Yeah. And who do we talk to here a lot? Uh, well, we talk to we talk to the friar. Yeah. We talk to Juliet. Yeah. yeah. In Paris, right? In Paris. So we talked a little bit about Paris. Who is he? he well, he's the prince's cousin. Cousin? Yeah. yeah. He's the prince's cousin, and he's uh, a very... High status. He's a count. He's a great match. He's a little dull. Maybe he's a little dull, yeah. I mean, I don't he's think dull. I, right. I don't think dull in terms of I don't think his mind is sharp. I just think he's not very interesting. Like, he does yeah. everything he's supposed to do. Right. And th- that's we don't not... get a lot of chance to meet him, really. We don't really know too much about him, right? So Right. But everything he does is correct. Yes. Correct. And, and that's not that exciting. Yeah. Right? He's like the good guy. And where do we get that name from besides the city? Well, isn't it to do with mythology? Yeah, right? It's the Trojan War, right? right. Paris stealing Helen and starting the whole Trojan War. Right. So that's an interesting reference. Yeah, well, so why would Shakespeare do that? Because he's a side character who speeds up the action? Maybe. 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 I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Um, he's sort of, but he's sort of an innocent, right? Like he, whatever he is doing to change the action isn't malicious. Or right, and like it's that, not intentional. Yeah. He's he just doing just, what he's supposed to do. Yeah, and he sees a good match. The Capulets are a great match. Yep. And he's like, it's time for me to marry. I'm going to settle down, and this is the girl. Right. It's right? been arranged. It's That's been how arranged. things were done. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I find sweet about him, though, is that he's the only person that shows up at Juliet's tomb Yeah. at the end, yeah. you know, to his, you know, swift and perilous death. But, um, you know, nobody else is standing there strewing the place with flowers and Romeo Again, doing the, down the, the only one doing the right thing. Yeah. Right. He's he's the good guy. Yeah. He said he was going to marry this girl. He's gonna. He's standing by that. He's standing by that, and now she's his dead wife. Yeah, Ugh. sucks. We skipped one too, but at that point, Capulet, when Paris came to ask mm-hmm. for Juliet's hand, Capulet said, "Oh gosh, well she's only she's not even going to be fourteen. Let's let's give it another couple years." Which is ridiculous. It should be an old spinster. By right, then. by 15. <laughs> 16, right? Oh ridiculous. Um, his wife will have something to say about that for sure. Hell yes. Yeah. If I had to do it, you had to do it. Yeah. It's like, it's like doctors and uh, 
residency, right? Yeah, if right. I have to work 24-hour shifts, you have to work 24 Too bad. Hours, right? You're going to suffer like me. Right. And then there's never an end to the suffering. But that's and a, then, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. So medieval, that's a lesson. little yeah. lesson there. Medieval marriage practices. Right. No, but <laughs> you know suffering. what? I want to go back to, um, to, I mean, I know we're still talking about Paris, but I want to go back to Paris being the good guy. Yeah. That's an interesting essay idea. Right. How many ways can you show that Paris shows up? He's like the only one doing what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Right. And what happened? What what's and you can you can title it. Difference. Nice guys finish. Last. Nice guys finish dead. <laughs> no, right. Nice guys finish dead. Oh. Paris in Romeo and Juliet. Paris, a study of innocence. In right. Romeo and Juliet. Exactly. Great essay. There you go. There you go. Bing, bing. OK. So Capulet says two years. He comes to him right after. Paris is visiting them, probably to tell them, I'm so sorry for your loss after Tybalt, right? Mm, right. He didn't push Capulet at all. And then as Paris is going out the door, Capulet's like, you know what? Let's have that wedding. Because mm-hmm. we'll make everybody feel You're better. here. You're here. here. She's here. Let's do it. And it'll make everyone feel better because, you know, sure, death, sure. Death, we already talked about this, but, de- you know, the way to overcome a death is to throw a party. Sure, sure. Irish wake. Well, yeah. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> Completely different intention. Yeah. So Juliet goes running to the friar. Yeah. It's her last hope, right? right? Yeah. All the other adults in her life suck. Right. They're all Selfish. acting like 13-year-olds, and she's acting not like a 13-year-old. Yeah. Not yeah. not that I have anything against 13-year-olds, but, you know. No, but Juliet grows up a lot in the space of two days, you yeah. know, like, wow. Yep, and and nobody else around her does. No, they're all still stuck in their stupidity. Uh, yeah. But so we have to remember also that the friar has to think fast Yeah. here, Yeah. right? Yep. We had Romeo pulling his knife and trying to kill himself. We're going to have Juliet doing the same thing. He doesn't have a lot of time no. to, like, make a clear, careful plan. Right? No, no time to make Jesus. any plan. She Jesus. shows up banging on his door. What do I got? What do I got? What do I got? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and then... he gives her... What does he give her? He gives her a potion. It's a potion. A sleeping potion. <laughs> so that, that um, it's supposed to, you know, make her look dead, but not be dead. Yeah, weird, right? How does he know that? <laughs> There's a bunch of cats lying around, dead, not dead. <laughs> dead, not dead. <laughs> Zombie cats. Zombie cats. Zombie cats and Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> There's an essay. Oh, my God. How does he know? He describes exactly what she's going to look like. Does he have, like, people that he can script to test his... What the... I don't know. We're getting really scary now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting like, Well, you know, whoa. he is... I Like I said, the last time we talked about him at great length, I was like, he's kind of like a witch. He's, I know. He yeah. really is. He's like... Not, he's not a typical friar. He's like no. a fairy witch. Yeah. Like, and he, you know, he can hide in broad daylight under them nice brown robes he wears. Right. Nobody <laughs> suspects that Nobody he's out suspects. gathering herbs and making <laughs> <Right>. potions. <laughs> Mandrakes and all kinds of things, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has cool. to think really fast because she shows up wild yeah. at his door. Yeah, and he didn't know that. So we got to remember that he's like probably hunting through his potions and going, this guy ought to work. 
He's like, here you go. We'll put you to sleep for a little while, and then I can think for a second without all these fucking teenagers trying to kill themselves in front of me. For God's sake. And then it's like mom going, here, kids, have a whole bunch of sugar and go, and I'll see you later. Right. And I'll see you at Auntie M's later. Burn themselves out, hopefully. Um, And then I'll get to sleep. And then Juliet, and then so Juliet gets the potion, and she goes home, and she pretends. Pretends to be a good girl. I mean, she's already in that mode because she's been um, talking to her mother and the nurse as if she's mourning Tybalt and, and, you know, she's been double speaking. We talked about that last time, which is also a good essay. Juliet's double speak. Yeah. In that scene. What does she say? What does she mean? Yeah. 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 And how can it be taken both ways by the people who are in the room? Yeah. So she goes home and... We get a little brief comic relief with the servants. The yeah. servants who are all bustling about trying to put this wedding together, right? Right, last, they didn't have last any time. <laughs> They're like, oh my God, how many guests are we having? Holy shit. Um, and, and, the, and, and there's a little sexy, there's a little potentially sexy in there. We'll get to with that. With the servants. Yeah, yeah. which is weird, but we'll get there. Not, not much other otherwise. Yeah, yeah, no, because we're, we're, yeah. we're heavy into the tragedy part yeah. now. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Act Four is always an interesting thing to me because what I noticed is a pattern in Shakespeare's plays, and that is that one major character is missing from Act Four. It's super cool. Yeah. So who's missing here? Romeo. Romeo. What is this play called? <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet, but... and he's AWOL. <laughs> I mean, he's banished. Yes. Right. He's ba- banished. Banished, and there's a reason. So. Yeah. Right. But it also gives the actor a chance to. Not. Union rules. <laughs> right? You have a certain amount of lines and then you get to run. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but even Hamlet is missing for a little part of Act 4. He's not missing for all of Act 4, um, but he's missing for a good chunk of it. It's wild, though. Really interesting to see. Like, who does Shakespeare take out here? To cause more tension, right? Yeah. That's setting up more tension. So here, Shakespeare is leaving poor Juliet... Alone in Act Four to deal with everyone who's left behind and how to figure out what what happens next. And then her father says she has to get married, and that just turns the tables on everything, right? <sighs> don't ever uh, force your daughter to get married. No, don't do it. Mamas, don't, don't let do your it. babies grow up to be cowboys. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Things pop out of me and I have no idea, said the lady who was giving birth to twins. Um, anyways. Okay, so Friar Lawrence is talking to Paris. Are you going to read very both? confused. Oh. No? No? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah okay. you should. Right. I'm yeah. Friar Lawrence in Paris. And Erin is Juliet because she does such a lovely job reading Juliet. I was wanting to play Juliet, but I'm too freaking old. That's okay. <laughs> not in the booth, you're not. <laughs> On Thursday, sir, the time is very short. My father Capulet will have it so, and I am nothing slow to slack his haste. Slow He's to slack good boy. his haste. I'm going to do what he says. You say you do not know the lady's mind. Uneven is the course. I like it not. So, yeah, you don't know. Have you even spoken to her? Yeah, yeah I don't like this. even talked to her. Right? <laughs> and Paris is like, oh, come on. Immoderately she weeps for Tybalt's death, and therefore have I little talked of love, for Venus smiles not in a house of tears. <laughs> and he goes on about what Capulet thinks, and Friar Lawrence is like, oh, 
Look, sir, here comes lady towards my cell. And, and poor Paris starts off very badly here, mm -hmm. right? Happily met my lady and my wife. A, not happy. Even by his own admission, not happy. Weeping, 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 right? Yeah. So happily met my lady. I mean, I know he means I'm happy to see you, but yeah. still, still. And my wife. Yeah, that's a little presumption. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That may be, sir, when I may be a wife. That may be must be, love, on Thursday next. What must be shall be. That's a certain text. And that's Friar Lawrence, like, filling in. Boy, this is awkward. Yeah, right. Come you to make confession to this father? Uh, to answer that, I should confess to you. Do not deny to him that you love me. I will confess to you that I love him. So will ye, I am sure that you love me. If I do so, it will be of more price, being spoke behind your back than to your face. Poor soul, thy face is much abused with tears. The tears have got small victory by that, for it was bad enough before their spite. Thou wrongst it more than tears with that report. That is no slander, sir, which is a truth. And what I spake, I spake it to my face. Thy face is mine, and thou hast slandered it. It oh. may be so, for it is not mine own. Are you at leisure holy? So I'm going to yeah. pause there, right? Yeah. Thy face is mine. Nope. Oh, that's bad. That's bad. I, you're really like, you're my wife. I own you. And that so face is mine. Don't fuck up that face because it belongs to me. Right. Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't, don't cry. cry. You're slandering it by crying. And she's like, And she's like, <laughs> turns to the friar like, can we just get on with this or should I come back? Right. <laughs> right. So it may be so for it is not mine own. And why is it not her own? <laughs> Because it belongs to Romeo, Romeo, if you want to continue with that argument. Right, right, exactly. Are you at leisure, Holy Father, now, or shall I come to you at evening mass? My leisure serves me, pensive daughter, now. My lord, we must entreat the time alone. God shield, I should disturb devotion. Juliet, on Thursday early will I rouse ye. Till then, adieu, and keep this holy kiss. Mm. So we've talked about how people don't touch in Elizabethan England. All right. So what is he kissing? Where is he kissing? How is he kissing her? Does he kiss her? Well, I think he maybe he blows her. I guess. I don't know. Could. He could. He could. But also, if he's already presuming ownership, he might kiss her. Yeah, yeah, How yeah. awkward would that be? Oh, that would be awful. So awkward. No matter where he kissed her, it would be awkward. It, it would prompt Juliet to hate him enough to not want to do this, right? Yeah. Maybe she needs that kind of motivation. Oh. To carry on with this plan. Oh. That the friar's going to give her, right? Maybe if the physical last... physical revulsion abuse, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Crossing borders, right? Crossing boundaries not allowed. Yeah, don't touch me, motherfucker. Don't touch me. Because she says, oh, shut the door, right? She's like, yeah. get Oh my god. Get him, him away. Out. Yeah, right. Yeah, it seems dramatic. Oh, shut the door. And when thou hast done so, come weep with me, past hope, past cure, past help. Ah, Juliet, I already know thy grief. It strains me past the compass of my wits. I hear thou must, and nothing may prorogue it, on Thursday next be married to this county. Tell me not, friar, that thou hearst of this. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say that, point out that word prorogue again. We had it. We had uh, Romeo said it. Right? Yeah. Romeo had it in the balcony scene. Yeah. It just means postponed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Tell me not, friar, that thou hearst, hearst, hearst. Tell me not, friar, that thou hearst of this, unless you tell me how I may prevent it. If in thy wisdom thou canst give no help, do thou but call my resolution wise, and with this knife I'll help it presently. You know, I loved that you actually, you substituted a word there. I did. Right? What you did said I... you. Unless you tell me. So let's talk about the difference between, between those two. Between thou and you. Okay. That's a great opportunity. Well, actually, right, it would be interesting if she said you, because he is a revered Right. So person. the fact that she's calling him thou. So, okay, guys. So the difference between you and thou for Shakespeare is that thou is a familiar form. It's the one you would use to family, to lovers, to friends. And and think about it. I'm sure that you've all taken at least some foreign language. If you take French or Spanish, and I think Italian as well, right? There are there are revered forms of you, and there are uh, yeah. informal forms of you. So you already right. understand that concept. But in Shakespeare's time, it was you and thou. It's not that Shakespearean people said thee and thou. They said thee and thou under certain circumstances. Yeah. So and they didn't say it all the time. They definitely used the word you. And they used that certainly when talking to upper, you know, people higher than them in status. Yeah. So to the queen would be you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So always notice that when it switches from one to the other. And what kind of information does that give you? How does that change the case of the relationship? The dynamics. The dynamics from one minute to another in the scene if people are switching back and forth. Right. But so, well, interesting that I substituted because... Because you assumed that she would talk to him that way, right? Well, I don't know if that's true. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, you know, I, I, I make substitutions all the time in my books, unfortunately, <laughs> and then I have pickups. But why is he thou instead of you? I think his status is such that he's he may be revered for his wisdom, but he's not higher status than people, right? Than other people. She is technically higher status than, than him. he is, right? Yeah. Even oh, yeah. though she's a woman and a young unmarried woman, she's still higher status than a friar. Right. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, she ended it there with this knife. Right. I'm holding a knife. I'm holding a knife. I'm going to kill myself. And the poor friar is like, again. She right. goes into this whole thing about why she's going to um, do it because she and Romeo are supposed to be together and all that stuff. So all of this speech the friar is quietly standing by or doing something. Right. And finally she has to say Be not so long to speak. I long to die. If what thou speakest speak not of remedy. Well, yeah. Speak, speak, speak. speak yeah. Right? We have it three times. So she's like Fucking say something. Say something. I'm, I'm holding a knife. <laughs> what, do you not see this? What's, what? And he says very calmly, hold, daughter. I do spy a kind of hope. Right? The, the two conjoined Ds there mm. slow the text down. So is he freaking out? No. He's not freaking out. He's like, um, okay, I think I have an idea. So let's talk about right? double consonants, though, because yeah. you just bring... Just so I know you guys aren't necessarily studying Shakespeare to act it, but in reading it, it is interesting to note that when you have two consonants, one at the end of the first word and one at the beginning of the second word being the same consonants, you have to slow down because you can't say, hold daughter, 
quickly. Right. You have to. You're going to make up a different word. It's going to be hold daughter. Yeah. Right? Right. That's not what he meant to say, right? So hold daughter. He's slowing down the tempo. Right. And that happens every time. Yeah. Every single time. Every time you have two consonants and jammed up next to each other, it is to slow down the action. And jammed. And jammed means? Stuck together, pushed together. Jam, like a traffic jam. Yeah. Hold, daughter, I do spy a kind of hope, which craves as desperate an execution as that is desperate, which we would prevent. Desperate, desperate. Yeah, he's like, this is a little desperate. Could we just slow down, Mm -hmm. right? If, rather than to marry County Paris, thou hast the strength of will to slay thyself... Then it is likely thou wilt undertake a thing like death to chide away this shame. There's that goddamn word again. <sighs> There's that word, right? That copest with death himself to scape from it. And if thou darest, I'll give thee remedy. <sighs> so we have death twice, you know, like what are we talking about? We're talking about death. But then there's the word shame, as Aaron said. Juliet will be shamed, right? Mm-hmm. She will go to hell because mm-hmm. she will be married twice. Mm-hmm without her first husband being dead. Right. Very bad sin, right? And, and then, then he says, I'll give you remedy. Remedy is like a medicine, right? Mm-hmm. And she gets all dramatic. Oh, you know, I'm going to bid me. Jump off yeah, the wall. Uh, right. Jump from the cliff rather than marry Paris. Uh, jump from the top of the tower rather than marry Paris. You know, put me all in these a... things. Yeah, yeah, put me in... We're dead men's We're, bones exa- at all. Exactly. But then she actually does say the thing that is going to happen, which is really freaking at, scary. Yeah, right? right. Or bid me go into a new-made grave and hide me with a dead man in his shroud. And that's what happens, right? That is what happens. And I'm wondering if it gave the friar an idea. <gasps> because, again, he's standing here with yeah. her still with the knife, and he didn't... Do anything yet except for offer advice, right? right. Except for say he has, has maybe. He may an have idea. a remedy, right? Things that to hear them told have made me tremble, and I will do it without fear or doubt to live an unstained wife to my sweet love. So, so tell me what to do so that I don't go to hell and yeah. I can be unstained and, a, you know, I can be a pure wife. Yeah. And again, he starts this next speech with the word hold, right? Hold then, go home, be merry, give consent. So this time he's speeding up the action there mm-hmm. with those words, right? It's not in jammed consonants. It's boom, 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 boom. Give consent to marry Paris. Wednesday is tomorrow. Tomorrow night, look that thou lie alone. It's almost like he's thinking out loud, right? Let not thy nurse lie with thee in thy chamber. Take thou this vial, being then in bed, and this distilled liquor drink thou off. So drink this thing. Take this potion a sleeping draft. Mm-hmm. When presently through all thy veins shall run a cold and drowsy humor, for no pulse shall keep his native progress but surcease. No warmth, no breath shall testify thou livest. Mm-hmm. The roses in thy lips and cheeks shall fade to paley ashes. Thy eyes, windows fall. That means her eyelids, right? Mm-hmm. Her eyelids will shut. Like death when he shuts up the day of life. Each part deprived of supple government shall stiff and stark and cold appear like death. This is a very detailed <laughs> description. This is why I was like, has he tried this on other humans? <laughs> How does he know? How does he know? 
And in this borrowed likeness of shrunk death, thou shalt continue two and forty hours. That's very specific. <laughs> that is really specific. <laughs> Forty-two hours I've exactly. I've timed it. Yes. <laughs> On my cat. <laughs> On my hourglass. <laughs> right? Because those like, were very, precise. very precise. Yeah. Yeah. And then wake is from a pleasant sleep. So like, no problem. You can sleep for 42 hours. It's a fucking long nap. And then you can wake just fine. Right. right. Now, when the bridegroom in the morning comes to rouse thee from thy bed, there art thou dead. He's like, so <laughs> proud of himself. Bed, dead. Right? Yay. Then, as the manner of our country is, in thy best robes uncovered on the bier, that's just a place where you lay out a body, thou shalt be born to that same ancient vault where all the kindred of the Capulets lie. Including Tybalt. Yeah. And stop. So he's like, and what they're going to do is they'll bury you. Great. In the meantime, against thou shalt awake, shall Romeo by my letters know our drift, and hither shall he come. And it's almost like if, if he had stopped there, like, you're going to sleep for 42 hours, and then you'll wake up. In the meantime, the bridegroom, meaning Paris, is going to mm -hmm. come, and they're going to see that you're dead, and they'll bury you. If he had stopped there at that end stop, do you think Juliet would be convinced? It sounds like a shitty plan, right? It sounds like a terrifying plan. Horrible. <laughs> Who's doing all the heavy lifting here? It's Juliet, Juliet right? right? Right. So if he had stopped there, that would be bad. But when he brings in the magic Romeo. word. Mm, yeah. Romeo. And notice he says it a couple times, right? Yeah. Shall Romeo by my letters know our drift, and hither shall he come. And he and I will watch thy waking, and that very night shall Romeo bear thee hence to Mantua. So magic word twice. But then he's just a little bit of an asshole here. And this shall free thee from this present shame, if no inconstant toy nor womanish fear abate thy valor in the acting of it. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, if you're not afraid. Right. Who, 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 first of all, who wouldn't be afraid? That's horrible. That's awful. I don't care. Like, I don't even know. If someone gave him the potion and said, I'm going to go bury you. And, you yeah, know, just, just drink this and you'll sleep for 42 hours. It'll be fine. But I also want to go back yeah. because we talked about line endings in long speeches. Yeah. Should we This one them? is, I was doing it as you were doing it. It's really interesting. It's wild. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Consent tomorrow alone, chamber, bed, off, run, pulse, surcease. Livest, fade, fall, life, government, death, death, hours, sleep, comes, dead, is, beer, vault, lie, awake, drift, I, night, mantua, shame, fear, it. <laughs> It's kind of lame at the end there, right? Yeah. But wow. it was very clear, I thought, which yeah. is why I mm -hmm. wanted to go back and look at it, because super clear Yeah, what's going on there. Give me, give me, oh, tell me not of fear. Hold, get you gone, be strong and prosperous. In this resolve, I'll send a friar with speed to Mantua with my letters to thy lord. Love, give me strength, and strength shall help afford. Farewell, dear father. Yeah, so they got the rhyming couplet, but she finishes with farewell, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so then we're back at the Capulet's house, scene two. And Capulet is bustling about with Lady Capulet and the nurse. He says they all come in. Right. 
the women are strangely silent. Why would that be, Aaron? Because they're terrified. They're because terrified because he, he beat up one of them. He beat up one of them and he snarled at the other one and there's nothing they can do. Yep. And he it's done. He said, nobody cross me. This yep. is how it is. Yep. So many guests invite us here our writ. He says, right? Yeah, right. It would be funny if he's handing it to the same servant who can't read right. from that one. That's how the whole thing started in the first place. Can right. you tell me who's on this list? Right. <laughs> Here's a list of people. Oh, shit. God damn it. And the servant goes out. And then Capulet has this great line. Sirrah, go hire me 20 cunning cooks. Cunnilingusing cooks. <laughs> Cun. And Sirrah, what's Sirrah? That's what you call a servant. Yeah, it's like boy. Right. Oh, yeah, we did talk about that. In we the did. Devil scene, right. Yep. Uh, Cunning is so funny. And yeah. The second servant. You shall have none ill, sir, for I'll try if they can lick their fingers. Oh, saucy. But so cunning cooks licking their fingers. Fingers. To, like, stick them in something. I know. Yes. <laughs> like, what are you going to do with I'm sorry. It's, it's pretty dirty it's, and nasty. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and Capulet's interested, right? He doesn't just, like, pass on by. He's like, oh, how canst thou try them so? <laughs> Marry, sir, tis an ill cook that cannot lick his own fingers. Therefore, he that cannot lick his fingers goes not with me. <laughs> so Whoa. make of that what you will. Like, if you don't lick your fingers, you're not coming with me. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Where are you going to stick them licky fingers? Licky fingers. Oh. And Capulet's like, okay, go, be gone. You know, he's like, all Done. right, that's a lot. There's too much. Uh, he continues, we shall be much unfurnished for this time. What, is my daughter gone to Friar Lawrence? So the women don't answer until he actually directly questions them, right? Right, and the nurse says, I forsooth. What's forsooth? In truth, I swear. In truth, I swear. It's almost like she's been accused of lying before. Mm. 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 So she has to swear that it's true that Juliet is at Friar Lawrence's and not anywhere else. Right, where she should not be. Where she should not be. Well, he may chance to do some good on her. A peevish, self-willed harlotry it is. What did he just call his kid? He called her a whore. He called his own kid a whore. Affectionately, of course, you know. Ah, the little whore. Oh, my God. <sighs> See where she comes from shrift with merry look. Oh, no, my headstrong. Where have you been gadding? Gadding as in gadding about? Yeah, as like, in like messing about, yeah. meddling, talking, gossiping. Running, yeah. Uh, where I have learned me to repent the sin of disobedient opposition to you and your behests, and am enjoined by Holy Lawrence to fall prostrate here and beg your pardon. Pardon, I beseech you. Henceforth, I am ever ruled by you. So, stage direction speaking, where is she? She's, well, when she says, fall prostrate here at his feet on the ground. What's prostrate? L lying. Lying out flat, flat, right? Yes. And and so, Im embedded stage directions. Yeah, embedded stage direction. That's a wild one because Juliet is, when you do that, like usually um, somebody who has really wronged someone will do that because it gives the other person the choice. I could step on your head and crush it like a fucking melon. I could stab you right there <laughs> in your back. I could stab you. You know, you are, it's basically like when wolves, when the um, beta turns their belly up to mm -hmm. the alpha wolf and says, you could basically rip out my guts yep. if you want to. 
prostrate is a very, the lowest, lowest weak position that you could possibly exhibit, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So she's going over and above to apologize to her nasty, nasty father. Send for the county. Go tell him of this. I'll have this knotting it up tomorrow morning. He mm-hmm. just moved that wedding up. Yes, he did. I met the youthful lord at Lawrence's cell and gave him what becometh love I might, not step o'er the bounds of modesty. Yeah, but unfortunately, Paris did. Yes, didn't right. He? he kissed her. <laughs> he kissed her. Not okay. Why, I'm glad on it. Wait, wait, wait. So Sorry, she, yeah. so when she says that, that like for the actress, that could be yeah. really interesting. Like, I didn't step over the bounds. Like, right. I didn't do it. Right. He Interesting. Did. Right. Yeah. Why, I'm glad on it. This is well. Stand up. This is as should be. Let me see the county. I, Mary, go, I say, and fetch him hither. Now, afore God, this reverend holy friar, our whole city is much bound to him. Nurse. Will you go with me into my closet to help me sort such needful ornaments as you think fit to furnish me tomorrow? Good. Does she mean closet, closet? No. Or... She means her room. Closet means they were closed in, right? So right. it was their own private chambers when somebody says their closet. closet right. Ophelia <laughs> says that later. You'll right. We're not, we're not going into, you know, this little teeny yeah. place <laughs> filled with gowns. <laughs> the walk-in closet. Yeah, the walk-in closet. And Lady Capulet's a little uh, freaked out, right? Yeah. No, not till Thursday. There is time enough. Go, nurse, go with her. We'll to church tomorrow. We shall be short in our provision. Tis now near night. She's a little shocked at how fast this is all happening. They, they don't right? have. The, they don't even have their larder ready for that many guests. Yeah. It's not. I mean, it's not. And 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 it's nighttime already. Like, where do you think these the food magically? comes from you hired the cooks. The market's not cooks. even open. Yeah, and he but didn't they, even, they have nothing to cook. He didn't even hire the cunning cooks yet. He at the top of the scene he told right. the guy to go get them. Right. Right? So he doesn't even have cooks yet. He doesn't have nothing. And he decides he's gonna do it all right. Tush, I will stir about and all things shall be well, I warrant thee wife. This whole speech is a little awkward because he might be a little confused and anxious too. Does he know how to fucking make a turkey? No, no. I don't think so. <laughs> right? That's why he needs the cunning cooks with yeah. the wet fingers. Go to <laughs> Go thou to Juliet, help to deck her up. I'll not to bed tonight. Let me alone. I'll play the housewife for this once. What ho! They are all forth. Well, I will walk myself to County Paris to prepare him up. Yeah, he's already sent all the servants off in right, the there's nobody there's left nobody to, to answer his what ho. Right? <laughs> My heart is wondrous light since the same wayward girl is so reclaimed. So he's just like... So he doesn't have a rhyming couplet at the, at the end. end. Here right. we have, against tomorrow, my heart is wondrous light, since this same wayward girl is so reclaimed. It's not a rhyming couplet. So is it the end of a scene? Well, it is, but I don't know. Or it doesn't have to be, right? So here's another place that editors put their sticky little licky fingers in. <laughs> They're cunning. They're cunning licked fingers. <laughs> it, uh, generally, scene breaks were noted by rhyming couplets. Right. We talked because, about that. Yeah, yeah, the actors backstage are waiting for an auditory cue to let them know that it's time to come in. So it may be that somebody's still on stage, Lady Cap, right? She, she stays there while Juliet comes back in. It, it may be that it was not intended to be a scene break, mm-hmm. all right? Because mm-hmm. we have Juliet the nurse coming back with, with clothing 
Um, and then it says, enter Lady Capulet. Why couldn't she just stay? She'd just stay there. She's like a little shocked, like her husband's bustling away, blah, 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 blah talking to himself. And <laughs> she's, she's standing like, on the stage the going, walking in circles going, yeah. what is happening here? Right. <laughs> and, and I'm going to be embarrassed because, like, you know, this you is... have to throw a good party. For your only child. Who's marrying the cousin of the prince? Yeah, you can't just, like, slap together some sausages and call it a day. <laughs> Cunning sausages. Cunning wet sausages. sausages. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> so she finally goes to bed after Juliet and the nurse are like, no, no, we're fine. We've got all the clothing we need and everything. And then Juliet is finally left alone to figure out if she wants to do this thing. Yeah. Farewell. God knows when we shall meet again. I have a faint cold fear thrills through my veins that almost freezes up the heat of life. I'll call them back again to comfort me. Nurse! Oh, what should she do here? My dismal scene I needs must act alone. That's one of those great places where Shakespeare reminds you, this is an actor. No, you don't have to be afraid. <laughs> yeah, and maybe it's because, you know, She's about to kill herself, so he's setting it up. This is an actor. It's okay. Not kill herself, but she's going to do this dramatic thing. Well, we right? don't... So she doesn't really she doesn't know. know. She trusts the friar, but she doesn't really know. It could be... And that's why she says, I have a faint cold fear thrills through my veins that almost freezes up the heat. I'm terrified to take this potion because I, it could actually kill me. Yeah. Who else would be shamed if the secret wedding comes out? The Everybody. Friar. Oh, the friar. Yeah. He did something that he should not have done. Right. Right? Aren't right, the right, stakes right. very high here yes. for Juliet? Yeah. Yes, she trusts him. Yes, she believes him up until now. Yeah. But he has a lot to lose. Right. Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. And then she says, come, vile. Now, two things occur to me. Yeah. First is the word vile. Yeah. Vile, an, right? So what there's are those. It's a homonym. It's a homonym, right? So vile, V I A L, is a little container with potion in it, yeah. right? But vile, V I L E, yeah. is something horrible. Awful. Right? Awful. And she says, she doesn't say come potion. Yeah, she come doesn't bottle. say come bottle. She says come vile. And then there are eight beats. Of silence. Yeah. So. She's considering, what are my options here? Right. What right. Are, and she might be looking at it. She might be turning it in her smelling hands. It. She might be smelling it. I mean. Lots of things. Lots of great opportunities options. for you as an actor. Right. Right. What if this mixture do not work at all? Shall I be married then tomorrow morning? No, no. This shall forbid it. Lie thou there. Good. So she's also made a determination that either way I'm going to die. It's fine. So if she's going to lie down her dagger next to her to take over in case the potion doesn't work, she's already resolved. So if she dies from the potion, is it any different? No. No. So she's okay with that option. All right. right. Okay, fine. If it kills me, fine. Right. And so, and so Even lay though she thou... explores it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does. Right. So that's embedded stage directions. In case you lay didn't thou... get it. Lay, lay thou, thou there. there. It's something. Yeah, it's... Probably a dagger. They say it. You know, they put it in here, but... Laying down her but dagger, but that's an that editor. will forbid her getting married. Right. What if it be a poison which the friar subtly hath 
ministered to have me dead, lest in this marriage he should be dishonored, because he married me before to Romeo. Yeah, she points it out. Right. What if he's trying to kill me? Because he'll be shamed. Yeah. yeah. I fear it is, and yet methinks it should not, for he hath still been tried a holy man. How if... When I am laid into the tomb, I wake before the time that Romeo come to redeem me. There's a fearful point. Shall I not then be stifled in the vault, to whose foul mouth no healthsome air breathes in, and there die strangled ere my Romeo comes? Yeah, I mean, has she seen the inside of the vault? Does she know how big it is? Like, there's a bunch of dead bodies in there. What if there's no air? Right? Oh, yeah. Ugh. Or... If I live, is it not very like the horrible conceit of death and night together with the terror of the place, as in a vault, an ancient receptacle, where for these many hundred years the bones of all my buried ancestors are packed, where bloody Tybalt, yet but green in earth, not that he's really green, but he's... He's just green new. meaning newly. Right. Yeah lies festering in his shroud, where, as they say, at some hours in the night spirits resort. Alack, alack, is it not like that I, so early waking, what with loathsome smells and shrieks like mandrakes torn out of the earth? What are mandrakes? They're, they're screaming plants. Plants. <laughs> I mean... They, they have the shape of a human body. Right. So it was said that when you pull them out of the earth, they scream. <laughs> If you have done any, you know, uh, lessons in Harry Potter with, what's her name? The oh, oh, plant lady. Yeah. I remember what <laughs> yeah. her name is. I forgot. Hmm. Professor uh, something or other. Yeah. With the mandrakes. Uh, and shrieks like mandrakes torn out of the earth that living mortals hearing them run mad. Oh, if I wake... Shall I not be distraught, environed with all these hideous fears, and madly play with my forefather's joints, and pluck the mangled Tybalt from his shroud, and in this rage with some great kinsman's bone, as with a club, dash out my desperate brains? Wow, that's all a huge description oh. of what, what might I do stuck in that place. To, to myself, because I've Go gone crazy. mad. Right. Go crazy, kill right. myself with a bone. And then there's this incredible moment where she sees something. After all of this stirring herself into a frenzy. Mm -hmm. Oh, look. Methinks I see my cousin's ghost seeking out Romeo that did spit his body upon a rapier's point. Stay, Tybalt, stay. Romeo, I come. This do I drink to thee. And she drinks it. Great. An unbelievable moment where she sees the ghost of Tybalt looking for Romeo. Mm -hmm. Because he's going to get his revenge in this life or the next. Yep. Wow. So she drinks that thing to save Romeo from this horrible ghost, right? Mm -hmm. I will go and deal with the ghost. Oh, she's so brave. I love Juliet. I know. She's the most adult person in this whole motherfucking tragedy. Yeah. yeah. So we leave her there. Okay. Flopped down on her bed. Yeah. Dead for 42 hours. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> and tomorrow we will, I mean, next week we will see, next episode we'll see what happens there. What are the consequences for the people who think they're having a wedding tomorrow? 
don't force your daughters to marry someone they don't love. <laughs> Hopefully that is a thing that will not happen anymore in future generations. I think it does, though. I, yeah. st- I still think it happens. Yeah. You know, especially if, a, if, a, if a, a younger person with a uterus gets pregnant. There may yes. still be familial pressure to make that person marry the person who impregnated them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I could go on, but, you know, right. I, you know I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> All right, well, I'm Erin. And I'm Diana. And this is Fuck Shakespeare. Shakespeare. For additional fun shit from Fuck Shakespeare, you can head to our website at fckshakespeare.com. Or find us on Instagram at fckshakespeare. If you are enjoying this podcast, you could support us for as little as 99 cents per month. Just click the support button on the page on Spotify or Anchor. Tell your friends.